You're listening to Unqualified Advice with Scott McGlynn. guys episode number seven hey i just want to say thanks for listening and if you haven't already go ahead and download scotty doesn't know on itunes uh the band's awesome and definitely check them out and support them so today we have joe as our guest joe joe is a marketer a bike enthusiast which i pick on him about all the time uh, he's a beer drinker and an overall great guy so i just want to say joe welcome Thanks, Scott. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, we appreciate you being here. I'm not going to say it's an honor, though. Not yet. Not yet. We'll get there. But it's always a good time. I mean, you know, we're glad to have you, so <laughs> glad to be here. So let's jump into the thought of the week. Uh, the thought of the week comes simply, I saw someone post on Facebook this picture, and it just said, hard work is hard. And I thought that was awesome. I mean, I love simple, uh, simple thoughts that you can sort of resonate with you, but hard work is hard. I know it's sort of like a no-brainer, but sometimes people need to hear that, look, when stuff, you know, happens and things turn really difficult, you just got to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I would agree, too, but, like, it's kind of like, that would be, like, a good, like, life motto in general because every morning, I mean, for some people, just getting out of bed is hard, you yeah. know? Like, for some people, like, getting in your car, driving out the driveway, like, that's hard, but, like... Just in general, I mean, life's not easy. Like, nope. nobody's gonna hand you anything. Like, nope. You got to go out there and you you, you got to work for it. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And so you just gotta sometimes just put your head down and get it done. Cause yeah. you, you you deal with the hard stuff now so that life can be easier later. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And one of the things that I've actually been working on lately is not. I've been trying not to set expectations. Okay. Because that's something I've been doing, like, my whole life. Okay. And I feel like when you set expectations for, you know, the day in general. Yeah. You know, you're kind of right off the bat, like, setting yourself up for disappointment. Absolutely. Like, in, to a certain extent. I mean, obviously, like, you need to have a vision for the day. But more of, like, a rough outline for something. Absolutely. Joe, that reminds me of a, a, one of my favorite quotes I think I'm going to destroy his name. It's by a German strategist, Hel Helmut von something. I don't know. You can Google it. Dusen. Probably. <laughs> uh, the the quote, and it's paraphrased because it's, it's like in German, and then it's like translated to English. doesn't make any sense, but it's no plan survives contact with the enemy, which I, I love that quote because how many times in your life have you ever gone – uh, and done something and like prepared you're like this is how the person's going to react here's what i'm ready for and you go and do it and it's not even close to what you anticipated either it's like way they're way more aggressive or they're way more subdued than you thought and it, the quote is really just you know hey you can plan all you want but as soon as you go out in the real world your plan's probably not going to work yeah yeah like like i said no nobody's going to hand you anything nobody you know that's why it's always best to kind of I guess, loosely define your expectations. Yeah, be prepared for things to change. Yeah. And plan yourself, plan accordingly. Like, here's what I want to accomplish. Uh, I always try to think, like, what's my goal? 
I don't really care how I get to my goal the, at the end of the day, but as long as you have a clear idea of what you want to accomplish, how you get there sometimes doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and I feel like all the stuff in the middle, it's, it's just, it's opening yourself up for overcomplicating or Absolutely. overcomplications. Absolutely. So that's the thought of the week. Really insightful. I think that was awesome. Now let's let's uh, pivot, right? Let's take a. Let's pivot. Uh, so Joe and I took pictures today, and I was really. <laughs> that sounded un- really bad. <laughs> I, no, I, let's let's be clear. Uh, I wanted to do promotional pictures, and Joe has a really nice camera, and he sort of has like a good eye for things, right? He's sort of like an artistic dude, um, and I was really uncomfortable. I was just like super weird, and like ninety percent of the pictures, probably garbage. Not because of Joe, because of me. I mean, it was just, it was equally as weird for me. Yeah, I imagine. But it was kind of fun. I, I mean, mean, it was, you know, I could have been weirder. I don't, like, I don't want to say too much because, like, if you end up releasing these pictures out, um, you know, we got we to gotta keep some element of surprise. But, like, it, it was funny. There, there was a lot of comical moments. Yeah, we, we, uh, we, had, a, we had a guess, which we, obvious, you know. Yeah. O- obviously, it makes sense, but um, <laughs> stole the show. I, totally. The pictures of me are just like, yeah. those are B-real, where, like, yeah. the guest was a, definitely A-real. For sure. Definitely. For sure. All right, Joe, I wanted to give you and the listeners a little update of life, right? Work is hard. Hard work is hard. Life is hard. Sometimes it doesn't go the way you think it is. Uh, I've really gotten into cooking lately, and um, one of the things I, I love, I really like Mexi- Mexican cuisine because I like spice and acid. Um and so I was making pico de gallo, which I don't know if you know this, is made up of basically just tomatoes, onions, uh, some lime juice, cilantro, and jalapenos. Well, I cut up the jalapenos, put it all in there. It was tasting great. And um, I was sitting on the, the chair, and all of a sudden, like, my nose starts hurting, right? And it, it, it starts getting, like, progressively worse, like, really bad. Like, I felt like my nose was bleeding, but it wasn't. But it was, like, really, really hot inside my nose. And it's just, like, <laughs> and then I went upstairs, and I was, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like my capillaries in my nose are just going to start pouring blood. And I touched my eye, and then my eye immediately <laughs> started hurting. And I was, like, I have jalapeno on my fingers. So at some point, I must pick my nose, right? <laughs> And I had gotten jalapeno inside of my nose, and it was excruciating. So from here on out, I guess that I wear gloves when I cut jalapenos. I don't blame you. It's kind of like the. This may be taking things too far, but, uh, but you didn't play you didn't play sports in high school. No. Okay, like there used to be this this dare where, like locker room dare, where, like with icy hot. Oh, okay. I think I think you can. I could kind of imagine. You can, you can put going. the puzzle together, right. but. Um, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Or there's people, uh, take <laughs> sticks of big red gum and they like, they take the wrapper and they lick it and they put it on their forehead. I remember that. Yeah. I never did that. Cause I'm not stupid. This was, I never did it either. And I also never did the icy hot thing. Cause I'm not. Again, right. You got nothing stupid. to prove. Right. No, no. So I just wanted to let everyone know that I'm human and I do stupid things. And then I should probably learn not to pick my nose and wear gloves <laughs> when I cut jalapenos. That's where I'm going. <laughs> So uh, Joe and I, we have a lot of stuff in common, um, but both Joe and I have recently purchased homes, and so I wanted to get his his input on, uh, you know, his experience of purchasing a home and what what kind of things can he provide to listeners about buying a home. Oh man, I feel like you and I have talked a lot 
obviously over the past few months about this. Yeah. And uh, for me, my home my home buying experience was a little bit different. Sure. I mean, process wise, in the beginning, same. I mean, because that's kind of like right. You know, generic. But yeah. uh, I bought an old home. Okay. You bought an older home, right? Less like you, old, young, e- exactly. Younger? Yeah. Yeah. By definition, you know, if you're like, ah, it's, you know, 1960s, right? Like, yeah, the, I would consider that an older home. 1900. Mine, 1910. Yeah, so almost half, <clears throat> half as young as your your house. Yeah, so you know, it's like buying a used car. Like, I've had multiple hands like touch this house, you know. Right. Um, so for me, if I had to do things all over again, I think I would have more carefully selected. A home inspector. Okay. Uh, I was referred this home inspector, and he spent maybe forty-five minutes right. at my house. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, not really that much. There's yeah. a lot to go over in a home inspection. Yeah, and also I think kind of the weather played into it because it was raining sure. and like. Yeah. I mean, I can't necessarily blame the guy, but also like. If he understood what happened to me, yeah, but, as a result, <laughs> but you're 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 relying on someone, and you're realistically like you're paying them for their opinion, and you know, yeah, it wasn't uh, cheap. No, no, it, nothing in the home buying process is cheap. No, no, um, e- except for uh, electrical outlet covers, mm. super cheap. Yeah, and electrical outlets; those are like a dollar each. But anyways, yeah, I haven't had to buy any of those. Well, outlet covers, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different story. Right. Like my experience with that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so a, a whole slew of things happened. You know, it's it's been kind of like a, a good and a bad thing because I've learned so much. Right. Um, I've experienced a lot. <laughs> sure. Pretty much all, like the entire house has been touched in, in or retouched right. in some sort of way. Um but my advice would be really do your homework uh, with your home inspector and also take a look into, um, I, I guess, some of the – educate yourself on, on some of the, the, the town rules and regulations. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, like, I, I found out that my lateral is owned by myself rather than the town or, or village. Right. Um and had I known that, I would have tried, I would have had that looked at mm-hmm. uh, prior to buying the house. Sure. Um, and there's also, like, you know, ways that you can kind of get things done for free, mm-hmm. like with free estimates. Okay. So had I known that I needed to replace the lateral and it was on me, it was my responsibility, um, you know, I would have called somebody, yeah. like a plumber out to come out and, and scope the line. Right, and just see what the deal is. Yeah, because yeah. it's free, you know. Right, which I mean... It might have changed whether or not you were going to buy the house. Exactly, because I mean, replacing that's like twenty grand. <laughs> right. It's not, I mean, it's not as simple, and it's uh, it's hidden. It's uh, so really, I mean, it can be a kind of scary process. It, yeah. It's an already incredibly scary process, but re- the reality is, do your homework. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well said. Absolutely. Um, Joe, I wanted to get your opinion. Uh, what do you think? the hottest marketing trend is in 2018? I mean, I'm seeing a bunch of headlines about uh, AI. Okay. Um, I'm also seeing, I think video. I think 
I, I don't know. I have my opinions about AI. Uh, AI in what sense? Um, so uh, AI is in using it to uh, market to people, or AI is in like the uh, uh, pushing it into people's homes. Pushing it into people's homes. Okay. So I, I don't know. I feel like people surrounding AI. I feel like people are gonna have a lot of security concerns. Oh yeah. Um, and that's why I think we're still years out. Oh, I would agree. I mean, I think, well, I, I would almost think the opposite. I think it's just gonna get worse. I think in the next five to ten years, personal data is gonna be few and far between. Yeah. I mean, you look at things like the Intel chip and the AMD chips, where uh, the chip itself uh, has a flaw, which allows people to get access to information that they shouldn't have access to, which is on basically every computer uh, ever made, and they really have no fix for it. And yeah. so it's just a matter of time before the next thing, RAM or GPUs or motherboards, have the same issue. And it's just going to be, I think it's inevitable as technology grows and gets smarter, so does people who want to do harm the farther out technology goes the more you know doors into uh exploiting it go exactly i feel like you're just making it easier for um you know people to become prey absolutely and you know for me i, I kind of backtracking to what i think is going to be this year's hottest trend you know i think I think in 2017 video was but i think video is going to con uh, continue to be that hot button topic. I would agree. I, I've seen some things that say video is, you know, the most consumed thing on the internet. Or yeah. one of the most consumed thing is just people just looking at video. And I don't know about you, but every time I go on Facebook, every oh, nine out of 10 posts are a video. And what do you engage with more? Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So as a medium, I think it's uh, certainly, uh, it's certainly up there, and it's just going to get better. Cameras are better. Audio equipment's better. It's easier to use that stuff. So I yeah. think you're right. I think that's going to be the next. And you get to see a face of somebody, right? You get to, or if that's what they're doing, is like uh, looking at, you know, sort of like a third-person view. Or you get to share things that happen. And I agree. I think video is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, I mean, what's marketing all about? It's all about disruption, yep. right? I mean, not to, like, attention. Like, not to use all these like marketing terms and things like that, but, but it, it, exactly like it's all about disruption. And as, as a marketer, you know, by profession, my, my job is to find where the people are mm -hmm. and to create disruptive messaging. Sure. So I don't know about you, Joe, but I, I have a love hate relationship with it, with social media and computers uh, the the more and more I go, the more in depth we get with this stuff, the more part of me goes. I kind of want to step away. On a personal, like in my personal life, I, I do try to step away. I mean, I'm not. I I don't really share that much on social right. media. If anything, it's like you know a picture once a month of my dog. Right. Right. <laughs> but as a marketer, like I love it because it makes my job so much easier. Right. Absolutely. I saw, I don't remember who, uh, I think it's Gary V that said something like this, like the people that ruin things are marketers, which is, I would agree a hundred percent. I mean, like, right? the people <laughs> who take advantage of something, you know, you know, you're like, Oh man, I could like get my message out to people. And yeah. I think 90% of marketers, their, their job isn't to 
um, make people's lives worse. But it's just a, a, a constant trying to get people's attention. Well, it really, as a marketer, like I want to make people's lives better. Absolutely. You, you, know you know want I mean? to let them know about the things that you offer or exactly. you know, uh, how you can make their lives better. But in the meantime, you sort of have to say, it, sometimes it seems like a shouting match. Who can shout yeah. louder or shout in a way that gets the most attention? I, people that do that, I, I, I consider their approach to marketing you know, as a, a spray and pray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Shotgun approach. Definitely. Exactly. Exactly. And for me, like if I'm getting negative feedback on my marketing campaigns, that just means that I'm not reaching the right people. I'm not, right. I'm not running an effective campaign. Right. So, um, you know, that's a, a time to kind of like take a step back and, and reevaluate your approach. Sure. So Joe, awesome, awesome insight. So, um, I'm going to ask you a question, which we'll, we'll get back to in a little bit. Well, let's talk about it now. I saw something. Uh, it said, uh, if you were a burglar and you were going to go steal something from someone, not trying to steal, like maybe you could steal. I mean, I'm not going to limit what you're stealing. Uh, but your point of stealing was not the value of what you're getting, but trying to inconvenience somebody the most. Okay. Okay. So, what would you steal from someone to make their 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 lives the worst? Oh. I mean, I'm automatically like thinking of you. Like, what would I steal from you to right. like here, really what, make you angry? What would make my life my life way worse off? Man, I'd probably take your computer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's got a lot I don't of. Know, like, Ah, that are like all of your socks. You wouldn't just leave one sock? Well, I guess. No, because I could get away with uh, matching socks. Better yet. Okay. All of your left shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty That's pretty, uh, pretty aggressive. Un, unbeknownst to you, Joe, I am left-footed. Oh, that would hurt. That would that would be bad for me. Really? So like you kick a so- you kick a soccer ball with like your left foot. I'm not right-handed. Not that you kick a soccer ball ever, but if I were to kick a soccer ball, <laughs> right, uh, I would kick with my left. I don't know why. I'm right-handed. I'm left-eye dominant, which is weird. I I had That's to learn weird. that in archery class. So like when you like you used to skateboard, like what Pretend foot skateboard. would you? I would skateboard normal. What, what is it? Uh, what's it? What's it called when you skateboard the other way? Mondo, I think. I don't know. Mondo or Mongo? So, I don't know. Switch? No, is it switch? Right? Doesn't matter. No. I, I would skateboard normal. I mean, I would. I'd push off with my right leg. I keep my left one on there and push off my right. My left was always like in the front, and my right was in the back. Uh, but for some reason, when I kick a soccer ball, it's my left foot. It's probably. I mean, maybe it's the strongest leg. I mean, what's the strongest of the two weakest things, right? <laughs> right. Uh, At so. least you're honest with yourself. So, Joe, here's what here's what I would steal, and you may remember this. I think this happened to us. So, Joe and I used to be roommates. Okay, I'm pretty sure this happened. I don't have proof of it, but uh, at one point we had like a birthday celebration, and uh, s- the next day we had no spoons. <laughs> I remember this. And we had no like. Our first thought was, nobody like we obviously misplaced them, right? But after a few like weeks of scouring the house, we had no spoons. We had to go out and buy more spoons because I think someone stole our spoons. 
which is like pretty diabolical. It's super passive aggressive. Oh yeah, like I love it. It's uh, you know you steal someone's spoons. So that would be what I would do, is steal all their spoons. Do you remember when we went to that party out in Sodus and someone stole, someone stole your shoes? Oh man, I mean twice someone stole <laughs> yeah. my shoes. Yeah, it happened twice. right? It happened twice. I went somewhere else and someone took like brand new shoes. I, I had them. Your I got them for my present. birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were uh, like my first like really nice pair of Nikes, right? Yeah. And I went to a party in a warm because I was like, oh, you know, I gotta wear my nice shoes. That's a nice thing. Uh, woke up the next day, gone. It's so amazing. But that the one you're talking about. They were actually your shoes that you gave me. Yeah, they were like old. They were like old crappy shoes, which is kind of weird. I don't know why I was wearing them, but They're I was wearing them. And they, I mean, they weren't like nice. Yeah. They were just like shoes. And they were like, I don't know, a few years old. And they showed it and someone <laughs> took them. <laughs> so somebody good. took my shoes <laughs> twice. Like I don't, it was, uh, so yeah. So maybe that was Joe. I mean, you just this. I definitely did. You just suggested that's what you would do. Well, you said you'd take the left. You're right. That's not a pattern of Joe. Joe would have just taken my left shoe, not both. Yeah. Well, yeah. That that was. It was really fun. Thanks for the insight, Joe. I completely (laughs) forgot. I completely forgot about that. I will forever remind you of that. So, Joe, try something new. Uh, We're gonna do a lightning (laughs) round. I'm just gonna ask you a bunch of questions, and you give me the top of your head. Um, this is also be a lightning round because I wrote, I wrote stuff down and then like always, I forgot it. So I'm going to try to make up the questions, uh, as we go in the same way you're making up the, I got two of them. Okay. I feel like this is going to get weird. This might get weird. Maybe we'll just cut it out, but, uh, we'll try it. So lightning round. Uh, what is the artist, musical artist you've been listening to the most lately? Ooh, um, I've been listening to Mumford and Sons, like older Mumford okay. and Sons. All right, uh, favorite beer? Oh, Lagunitas, um, I think it's their daytime I- IPA. Was that a, is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lagunitas, good. okay. Uh, favorite YouTuber? Um, I really like Petrolicious. Petrolicious, that's a, oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you had all the money in the world, uh, what car would you drive? A daily driver? Sure. Pro- probably the new... Um, STI type RA. Okay. Um, if you met a fifth grader, what book would you tell them to read? <laughs> uh, um, probably um, How to Make Friends and Influence People. Dale Carnegie. Okay, yeah, Dale that's a great Carnegie. one. All right, and last question. Um, what is your favorite type of dog? German Shepherd. German Shepherd. All right. Well, folks, thanks for listening. We've uh, we've had Joe on, and Joe, thanks for being here. Scott, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. This is the third time we've done this one. Yes. First time we did it, I used the wrong mic. It was about an hour, and so then we redid it again, and it was still about an hour, and it was just us arguing. So this, I think, this third one has been really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's been a little bit more uh, weird moments in this one, but isn't that know, what life is all about? I is looking like, for the weird stuff. I feel like weirdness is like the premise of our friendship. I, I would say so. Well, That's why we get along well. I appreciate it, Scott. Thanks, Joe, man. Thanks for having. Uh, thanks for being on. I want to remember remind everyone: SoundCloud.com slash Unqualified Advice. Send your questions to Unqualified Advice Show at gmail.com. Also, we're on Facebook.com slash Unqualified Advice. And uh, thanks for listening. Send your questions and tune in next week. Thanks, everybody. 
like a knucklehead, I completely forgot to ask the question of the week this week, which is something I asked Joe, is that if you were to break into somebody's house, what would you take from them to make their lives worse? Leave your comments below, send them to the appropriate links, and thanks for listening.